Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things healing crystals. In today's show, we will explore a little bit about crystals for travel, and I'm really excited about today's show because I'll actually have an interview for you with the amazing Philip Permit. He's the author of the Crystal Healer series of books. Um, an amazing mentor and friend, and I just can't get enough of picking his brain about all things having to do with crystals. So I'm really excited because we actually got to meet up in person at the Tucson Gem and Mineral Show this year. And when we were filming this interview, we actually filmed it as a video. So we took the little house that we were renting out in Tucson and converted a corner of it into a video studio. And some of you probably saw the video that um, I showed a few weeks back with Heather Askinosi of Energy Muse. And this is kind of the same thing. We met up at the Tucson show and Philip brought some of his favorite crystals that he always brings with him while he's traveling. And we just talked about those and why he... Uh, you know, decides to connect with those particular crystals, what makes him feel like they're the ones that you should never leave home without. So I'll get to that in just a little bit. But before we get started, I would like to answer a few of our listener questions. So we have a new segment here on the podcast called Ask Me Anything. And this is something that we've just started doing and we've already gotten a few questions in. So if you'd like to submit your own questions, you can do so anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. And this will give you the chance to have your question answered right here on the podcast or maybe even over on Facebook Live. So I want to address a question that came in from a user named Moonshine. And uh, Moonshine asked quite a few really good questions, so I'm just going to pick one out for today. And Moonshine asks, is there a crystal to boost libido during menopause? So um, this is definitely something that can happen during menopause. Sex drive can slow down a little bit, but there are a few crystals that are known for increasing passion. So Moonshine, if you're listening, you might want to try working with something like smoky quartz ruby zoocyte, or pink spinel. These are all known for increasing passion. And ruby on its own, I think, is a really, really good one to work with as well instead of just the ruby zoocyte. You can try carrying these in your pocket or in your handbag to bring a little bit more passion into your day-to-day life, into your relationship, or place some on your bedside table. It's a great place to have them handy and be just absorbing that energy. So I hope that's helpful. It's our very first Ask Me Anything segment. So if you have your own question that you'd like to submit, again, remember you can do that at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. And this can be any questions that you have that you'd like me to answer about crystals, spirituality, heart-centered business, Um, maybe something you're too embarrassed to ask somewhere else, or even just something you want to know about me or my team. I'm always happy to answer anything that you'd like to know about. So again, that's loveandlightschool.com slash ask, and you can submit your questions there. 
But now it's time to dive into our main topic, that amazing interview with Philip Permit. And this is like the one rainy day we had while we were at the Tucson Gem Show. And we were in this really great little house that had these beautiful skylights, which was perfect on all of our sunny days. But it did make capturing our audio for the video just a little bit difficult um, because there was kind of an echo. And then we had that noise coming in from the rain on the sunroof. So Although this is not the best quality audio, and I apologize for that, I think that the things that Philip has to share are so, so important that I still wanted to turn this into a podcast episode. Now, if it would be helpful for you to actually see what's going on while he and I are chatting, you're welcome to pop over to loveandlightschool.com blog for the video version. So you can actually see some of the crystals that he's talking about, his specific crystals that he's showing, and just check out everything that we're talking about. And it might even be a little bit helpful if you can do a little bit of lip reading um, for some of the areas of audio that are a little bit harder to understand because of that rain. And we'll also have a transcript available as well as part of the blog post so you can check out anything that you may not have caught on our audio podcast. So without further ado, I'm going to turn things over to our interview. Hello and welcome, crystal lovers. Today I am interviewing the amazing Philip Permit, of course, the crystal healer, as many of you know him by. I, of course, am Ashley Levy of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. And Philip, I am so excited to be here at the Tucson Gem Show with you. It's absolutely lovely. I love it every year. Yeah, it's a great experience. Um, and you've brought some things to share with us that I'm really excited about. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about a special stone that you found um, that kind of works a little differently than most crystals. Yes, this is... Um, Thank you. This is, uh, it's known as the Doctor's Stone, but it's technically black petroidal banded agate. Black banded petroidal agate. Troy's all back, back to that. <laughs> all of those things, right? Yeah, any, any. It comes from a place called Medicine Bow in Wyoming, uh, which is a sacred Native American site. And um, it's literally given up by the earth. So it comes from swamp land, and the swamps just dry out in the summer just for a few months. And they go and they literally collect them. So they take them all, and uh, they use them in their own ceremonies and separate ceremonies. And for healing. And the most amazing thing, one of the reasons why it's called the Doctor's Stone is because it affects everyone differently. Okay. So, everyone, you know, I know that we were playing around with it just before, and you were holding it, and it went to your feet. My feet. And your throat. And my throat. And for me, it doesn't. For me, it just goes around my stomach. And today, my shoulders, which is probably to do with whatever I was carrying yesterday. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's one of the problems with two suns now. Yes, <laughs> yes, always. So these stones are kind of born of the earth in this swamp environment, and they rise to the surface. Yeah. And people go and collect just what's there. Just what's on the surface. Every, There's no digging. That's pretty amazing. I mean, if you want to talk about ethically mined crystals, these couldn't even be called mined. They no. could be called collected. Yeah, found. Found, yeah. And, and they have such a beautiful appearance. Um... If you're familiar with uh, botrytal hematite, they almost remind me a little of that in appearance uh, because of the color and, and formation, but they're so lightweight because of the agate material itself. And 
they just have this way of when you hold them, feeling, I just feel this soothing, comforting warmth in those areas of my body that need that. And just holding it here, just for a few moments, I feel so calm and centered and, and positive. And I've done this with literally hundreds of people who have helped so, and everyone just feels it where they need it. And it doesn't matter if it's something that's physical, especially physical, it just picks out those physical things. If you've got an old injury or something, it just goes straight to it. Um, it's those weak spots. You know the phrase, um, stress goes to the weakest part of the body? Yes. And it's those spots it just picks out without being stressed. Yeah. So even if you know, you're not thinking about it, it doesn't hurt, it doesn't ache, it'll just find them and work on those areas, and it just releases that stress, and it's wonderful, but also for emotional stress, anything at all, um, yeah, it, it, it really is unique in that way. Would you say that this would be a good stone for people to work with who perhaps have a difficult time feeling crystal energy, because this comes through so clearly. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the problems some people have is knowing, uh, is recognizing what they're feeling. Yes. So it's not whether they feel it or not, it's just recognising that they do feel something. Um, and, and that can be difficult when you start working with, with crystals, because it's just a different type of energy, and it's not something most people are used to on a day-to-day. Right. Um, and because these just go for that spot that you do feel, you recognise it. And it doesn't matter what you call it or how you describe it, because everyone you know, describes it differently. Uh, I um, like the example, actually, that if you took... Um, if you gave everyone a crystal in their right hand to hold, uh, half the people would say that their right hand felt something, and then the other half would say that their left hand. Very true. It, it's that sort of balance thing that walks out of kills them. And it's a bit like if you took a sample of people um, for an opinion poll, and you took um, whatever it is they do these days, I think in the UK it's sort of 2004 people you take and they ask the question, and you get everyone to put their right hand into a bowl of warm water, and half the people will say their right hand's warm, the other hand, half will say their left hand's cold. But actually, they're all wrong, their right hand's wet, and their left hand's dry. <laughs> <laughs> so, how we actually describe what we're feeling is irrelevant, and it's, it's totally unique to each person. And I think what happens is our brain sort of goes, oh, this, when I hold this crystal, this feels a little bit like when I was a kid and I got a little bit too close to the fire, and oh, it's hot. Yeah. And the brain is doing that and trying to explain what this totally new, unique feeling that you're feeling actually means. And that's interesting because in a lot of ways, the way that crystals work, we don't need the conscious understanding of exactly what's taking place, uh, especially with a stone like the doctor stone that's just doing the work that it needs to do. Um, and this is just, it's so lovely. And I mean, obviously you would consider this to be relatively rare. Uncommon. Very rare. Yeah, rarer than diamonds. Yeah, because there are only so many that are birthed each year. But, luckily, for everyone watching, you'll have this available for sale on your website. I will do by the time we get back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So, of course, thecrystalhealer.co.uk is where you'll be able to find this. Um, and you've brought some other things today that I'm really excited to see. This is, I mean, this is amazing. This has been one of my, like, highlights of my trip actually get to hold this because we chatted about it in a previous yeah. interview. Um, but you've brought some of your favorite personal crystals. That's for, awesome. Oh, well, thank you. you. You've brought some of your favorite personal crystals for travel. Okay, yes, these are sort of the traveling collection. And some of them are with me the whole time, 
and some specifically wants to come on this trip. Okay. So different between them. Um, so there are a few, like, this guy here. I don't know how close you can get to a close Okay. Let's see. So, it's actually a skull carved from a tomb by the amazing Leon Johnson. So it's one of the best carvers in Brazil. And if you can, you know, imagine, this is just, a, you know, an average size green tourmaline crystal, but it has been so delicately carved into a little skull. The detail is so amazing. With little teeth and all. Yeah. And um, also growing out of the quartz crystal. Just at the end there. And what is it that you uh, so like to work with? Tourmaline basically is my go-to crystal for protection. Yeah. So... Uh, does lots and lots of other things, but for protection, really is my, my number one go to crystal. And just the idea of this guy is the skull and the energy from the skull and the protective idea of the skull. And also the Buddhist idea of, of non attachment and just, you know, we are just basically a skull and a skeleton. Yeah. And the rest is just resin. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he's always there. And the other one who always comes with my travel is, is this guy who's. Um, is a turquoise and he comes from Whitewater Line, which is almost in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Whitewater Line is an amazing place because it's on the border of Mexico and the US. And uh, the entrance is in Mexico, but Whitewater Mine is actually up in the US. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. So it is actually the same typical Navajo turquoise, basically. <laughs> and yeah. well, and what's really great about this stone is you find so much stabilized turquoise, yeah. and so a lot of what comes out of the American Southwest yeah. is still in its very natural yeah, state. Absolutely, yes. Um, and this is just literally tumbled. The um, thing about turquoise is it's also protected, specifically protected for travelers, and the American Indians like to use it. The idea of the connection to the, the blue road, so you've got the blue road up here and the white, uh, the red road, which is what we're walking on. Um, and blue road is sort of your spiritual path, so it's protection very, very much on that level. And I love that. Um, and the other one, just last one, protection is this cute little double terminated smoky quartz crystal. And smoky quartz is a really useful crystal because you know the people are around. Some people don't feel kindly to you all of the time, and um, some jealous people, some unkind people, whatever. And smoky quartz crystals have the ability to send stuff back to where they come from. So if someone's sending you things like love and light and beautiful thoughts, then you pick that up and you send it back to them. If not. <laughs> <laughs> so that you're selling these, send, that's yeah. the crystal to have around while I'm driving in this Tucson traffic. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> And what are a few of your other stones that you like to bring with when okay. you are... This guy comes everywhere all the time. So this is a uh, Colombian Marian blade of light crystal, um, and it's a laser crystal as well. It's small, really, really powerful, so you can act as a mini master crystal. And when you're traveling and you carry crystals, you find that you just carry more crystals. When it comes to some, you get more and more crystals. <laughs> um, it's nice and small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And fits in the pocket, so he comes the whole time. Um, yeah, 
and he was just going to pop it into the bar or whatever, and he just did it 24 7. But really packs a punch. You yeah. still have that energy of the yeah. Lemurian seed, yeah. but yeah. miniature. Yeah. Travel size. And also, a lot of these crystals can get put into crystal grids for various things. So every night I create a crystal grid from them, and so it is there. I just be part of the grid automatically. When you work with grids, do you typically find that you use some sacred geometry shapes for the base, or when you're traveling, do you just create them a little more freeform? Oh, very freeform when yeah. I'm traveling, yeah. So I take as little as possible with me. Love that. But when you've got space, you're at home, you're in your own space, and you can set, especially if you're setting something up and it's going to stay there for a while, then using the sacred geometry is brilliant. The Jared Life, I love it. But it just goes to show, even if you only have a few crystals, you can still create a really amazing grid. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and then we've got things of selection of different amethysts. These are interesting because we've got two chevron amethysts, two banded amethysts. Um, they look slightly different because uh, this one's from Zaire, this one is from South Africa. So you have the really darker purple, yeah. almost the black amethyst yeah. quality. So they're calling this... Uh, amethyst Zebrastone. Oh, wow. Because okay. you get that really, really distinct banding, like oh, yeah. zebra. Whereas the other one, okay, so I picked out a particularly good chevron amethyst. Of course. <laughs> but um, yeah, you can still see that there's a difference in colour and it gets much paler. It's a little it's softer, like, yeah. yeah. And again, small crystals the whole time when you're travelling, you just you don't have to, but it's great. Um, several citrines. So we've got three citrines here. Um, this one is for gut, which is a great thing when you're traveling and you're always eating different food. Uh, we have a thing with water as well, because I don't know if you have different water in different parts of the States. Oh, always, yeah. yeah. Right, okay, so um, we do, because in the UK we've got um, a treated water, which is treated differently to the rest of Europe. And so when we travel, um, if you drink local water, even though it's okay and it's not going to kill you or anything, um, it's just minerals in it are different and can really upset your stomach. Absolutely, yeah. here too, yeah. So, um, and it's not just water because, of course, you can drink bottled water instead, but everything's washed in water, so the salads and stuff and everything, so you're going to pick it up as you go around, so that just helps with that. Um, this one, uh, I like that. Look at it carefully. Wow. Some manifestation crystals and yes. crystal growing straight up the of the crystal. This is absolutely stunning. So, a manifestation, like Philip described, is when there's a smaller crystal growing within a larger crystal. You might mistake it almost for a phantom, yeah. but it's you can see from the bottom um, of this one, if you're looking straight up the along the c-axis of the crystal, you can see the interior crystal growing in there. It's distinctly different. So one of my problems with manifest what's described as manifestation crystals is um, I come from the grids of law school. So manifestation crystals either a crystal growing straight up through another crystal or completely enclosed so yes. straight. Um, and lots of people describe manifestation crystals as other things which are probably bridge crystals or interference crystals. Exactly. Um, and that's just because these are so rare. Uh, and unfortunately people try to sell things when for them rather than they actually are. So, True. Um, so, yeah, if you're going for a manifestation crystal, take your time and find someone who can actually provide you with a proper manifestation crystal, or at least say to you, no, I haven't got one, but this is what you're looking for. Yes, yeah. because they are very rare. Yeah. And um, to find one in a citrine is very good very job. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and this is the other one, which is another natural citron. And uh, this one is actually a creativity stone, so it's been battered around a bit. But um, whenever I do anything with creative, it's my traveling one. It's there. So I've got another one, which I've probably talked about in one of the other reviews yes. we've done, which is much bigger, sort of hand-sized one, um, which is faceted. And that's actually one of my books as well, um, Sacred Stones and Crystals. Mm -hmm. And um, this one's just a smaller version, exactly the same place, just tumbled rather than plastic. So you can still have that connection to that creative energy. Yeah. I love that. And of course, while you're curating all these crystals to bring back with yeah. you and share with all of your customers, you need that good creative inspiration. Yeah. Love that. Um, I'm just going to mention turquoise. I'm going to talk about hematite and turquoise together. Oh. Because that is the go-to for jet lag. Oh, all right. that's a good tip. <laughs> right. Now, um, we have this problem coming, going home, actually, from here. Coming here is not too bad because we come here, we arrive at 10 o'clock at night, it's 5 o'clock in the morning for us, and we're exhausted, we go to sleep, we wake up, and it's in the morning. Right. More or less. Going back though, we get back in the middle of the morning, and it's earlier in the morning. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's just really, really good for jet lag. Those so, days. for a few days, maybe just keep those with you yeah. until you readjust. Perfect. And that's an exquisite carnelian. Yeah, it is. But um, carnelian go to for um, colds and flu and bugs and all of those things. And unfortunately in Tucson there's this thing called the Tucson bug that goes around. And it's it's different every year. And most of the time, most people don't get it, but when you do get it, it's really, really bad. And that's just because there are so many people here from all over the world. And not only is there every type of crystal, there's every type of bug. True. I got it two years ago, yeah. and it was not pretty. <laughs> I, got, I think the second day I got quite ill, and it just it made the whole rest of the trip very hard. Yeah. So if you have any time when you're traveling, yeah. this would be a good one. Yeah. How do you like to work with this stone today? Let's just keep it with you. Carry it with you 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have um, oh, emerald, malachite? Uh, yeah, emerald. Uh, emeralds go to one for the heart center. Oh, perfect. So... That's good. And also the other thing we pick up in Tucson a lot from the, the desert dust is just the whole chesty thing yes. in the throat. So Emerald's really good for that. Um, and it also links in um, with the heart centre of love and sharing that. And it's perhaps the idea of trying how hard it is sometimes to keep an open heart the whole time. <laughs> um, Even to, when we're tired and our feet hurt and we're a little crabby, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's just being cut off by a truck. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and malachite. Malachite, um, I always carry a small bit with me, um, and it's a really a go-to stone for sleep. Oh, wonderful. So again, you're in strange rooms, different beds, no matter how good you feel, sometimes it's just awkward, there are different sounds, different lights outside and inside and whatever else. It's just different. Yeah. And so it just helps. That's a really good tip. That's something I definitely struggle with every time I have to sleep somewhere new. Because it's just not home, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we were talking about something before we actually started our yeah. interview, which is so interesting. And I actually saw some of this a few days ago and thought it was mislabeled, but Philip has educated me on this crystal. So it looks like tourmalated quartz. Get it close to the camera. Um, but of course, that very phrase, it looks like, suggests it's not. <laughs> Correct. So tell us, what is it, in fact? Because it's, that was my definitely my first yeah, guess. It's black rutile. So it's black rutilated quartz. 
And it looks almost identical. Yep. Until you hold it up to the light and you get just the right light on it, and then you do get that glimmer, that sort of golden sheen. Just on the surface, yeah. like a little iridescence yeah. almost. Yeah. Um, and these, i found, they're really, really good for tendons. So when I was unpacking the two or three crystals of all last year, two, just a couple. Just, yeah. Um, then, uh, yeah, my, my arm went, and the tendons went to the wrist, both sides, the elbow, around the elbow, and the shoulder. And, um, Doctors gave me some painkillers and wanted me to take some steroids, didn't mind that idea. And um, for some reason, I was just drawn to this because I, I bought it but never come across it before. Um, and it just really said, try me, I'll work. And I did, I taped them all over to, to every single tendon that was hurting. And um, yeah, it stopped hurting. And it didn't take away at all instantly, but it did almost instantly become um, a useful arm again which is really good. And crystals do this magnificent thing that whenever you need them, they're there. True. And if you listen, then they'll tell you what to do. And that's the thing. So I think so many people second-guess themselves about, well, but I, I've never read that in a book before. It doesn't say I can use that crystal for that. I mean, what would be your advice about that to people? Go for it. Go for it, yeah. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> No, That's seriously. Right. Um, okay, so you pick up two different crystal books by different authors, and they say different things about the same crystal. Yeah. And that's right, they should do. Because every, hopefully everyone's writing, we're all writing from our own experience. Exactly. And we're writing about our experience in the crystals, and we're writing about our clients and our students and their experiences, and that's it. Um, and if we read something that someone else has written, we might think, oh, I've never found that with that crystal. But it doesn't mean to say it's wrong. Right. It's just a different point. And one of the things actually is citrine I use in my classes as an example, because citrine basically works on the cells in the gut that absorb nutrients. That's it. That's all it does. Um, but because of that, it's good for um, weight loss. Yeah. It's good for weight gain if you need to gain weight after an operation on illness or something, because it's always about balance. So it's not a crystal for weight loss. It's a crystal for you to be the best weight for you. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a size zero. Exactly. Because it's very personal to each individual. Um, because you're absorbing more nutrients, um, you've got more nutrients going around your body, so it's good for any physical healing, from a bruise to recovery from major surgery. Um, yeah, just more nutrients going around your body. Because there's more nutrients going around your body, your blood is just carrying everything easier, so your heart doesn't have to work as hard to get around, so it's good for your heart. Because your heart doesn't it's hard to get it round, um, your heart's working better, so when you need more oxygen to your brain, you've got loads there and your heart's ready to pump it, but more oxygen to your brain, so it's good for logical thoughts, good for creativity. It just goes on and on and on and on. So if you say something that citrine's good for something, I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> you found it, yeah, great. <laughs> and, and that's true because working with crystals is so subjective, and each of us is going to have that different experience, and, and there really is no right or wrong. There's only just being aware. Yeah. Well, Philip, thank you so much. And to all of you watching, of course, you can find Philip at thecrystalhealer.co.uk. Make sure you go find one of those amazing doctor stones before they're all snapped up. But thank you so much for being here with us today. And thank all of you for watching. Crystal Blessings.
Well, that is it for my interview with Philip Permit, author of the Crystal Healer series of books. Uh, I hope that you really got a lot of value out of that interview. I hope that you hung in there even through the little bit of rain and difficult audio we had. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode or to check out the video version of this interview, you can do so over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, of course, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And of course, while you're there, you can subscribe through that link as well so you never miss a future episode. And if you do decide to take just a minute to leave me a review, I'll give you our Crystal Chakra Healing Step-by-Step class as a free gift. So once you've posted your review, and this goes for new reviews or past reviewers, just take a quick screenshot of your review in iTunes and send it to me at support at loveandlighthealingschool.com and we'll get your free class set up and reply back with details about how you can get started. So that brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com.